In Likutei Sichas Chelik Vav, in the Sicha Aleph for Parsha Pekudei, the first Sicha for the portion of Pekudei, the Rebbe explains uh, Rashi's view uh, seemingly uh, in a case where there is a uh, disagreement between the commentaries of the Chumash and uh, Rashi's view uh, is sort of uh, learned out uh, later on in the uh, section. Um, the the um, the parsha discusses what took place on the eighth day of the inauguration, the Shmini Limaluyim. The portion of Pikude tells us that um, on the eighth day, how Moshe Rabbeinu uh, finally. Uh, put together all the different vessels and um, Hashem told Moshe in addition to placing these vessels in the proper places where they belong inside the Mishkan uh, the Torah also tells him that he was supposed to do uh, a service at the time as for example when he brought in the Shulchan the Pasuk says that he uh, made the arrangements. He placed the breads, the lechem upon him that belong on the table. When he brought in the menorah, he also uh, lit the menorah. The pasuk states. Um, later on, um, when the pasuk talks about that he uh, placed the mizbech hazov inside of the oil and the mizbech oil in the chotzer of the uh, but the mishkan. It doesn't say there Hashem instructing Moshe that Moshe Rabbeinu should be uh, putting a korban on it, uh, bringing a korban on the Mizbech, on the Mizbech uh, uh, in the uh, outer Mizbech, or that he should bring the Ketoris on the inner. It just says place the Mizbech Hazov in place and place the Mizbech Hanachoshis in place. Um, but yet later on, the Pasuk is uh, is vague, it's not clear. It says that when he did bring the uh, Mizbech HaZohov and he did bring the, uh, did uh, set up the Mizbech HaNechoshes the, or the Mizbech HaOilo, that's the Mizbech on the outside, uh, it does say that um, that he brought up Vayakter Ketoyda Samim, that was on the Mizbech HaZohov, and Vayal The only thing is, it's not clear who is the one that brought the oil and the mincha. The other ones, it says that Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to do so. But since when the command of Hashem with regards to the oil and the Mizbech uh, Azov and Mizbech oil, it doesn't say that Hashem told him to bring the korbanis. And later on, the pasuk says that he did. He brought up who's the he. Uh, some say it means um, uh, Moshe. Some say it means Aaron. Question is, who did the service at the time and Yem Shemini over there? Those services which are not specifically mentioned in the pasuk, which Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to do. The question that the Rebbe has on Rashi over here is that it seems like. Only at the end, when we talk about the uh, Mizbech HaOilah, Rashi also references the Mizbech HaKetoyres, that both of these work were done by Moshe Rabbeinu. And uh, the Rebbe's 
main issue is why did Rashi wait to tell us his view that it was Moshe Rabbeinu uh, up till the part where it talks about that he set up the Mizbech and over there Rashi tells us that it was Moshe Rabbeinu, so we know that the Ketoros was also Moshe Rabbeinu, as we learn in that Rashi over there, as we'll see inside the Sira. Why did Rashi not say this immediately when we do the Pasuk, uh, that he, uh, when it says that he brought the Ketoros, uh, that this is Ara Rashi should say, that this is Moshe Rashi should say, so why does Rashi wait till later on? And that means that at this point, actually, when the Pasik talk, talks about Vayaktir or Vadikatoidus, Rashi isn't clear that it must have been uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. It's only later on uh, that by the Oila, Rashi knows it means it's Moshe, and therefore Rashi already assumes that all of these Avedis were done by uh, Moshe. So, what, what is it? That's what the Rebbe is going to explain. In addition to. Uh, the, both Rashi's themselves have difficulties as we learn inside. The Rebbe is also going to learn a, um, a lesson in our service to Hashem. And the lesson is going to be from the fact that um, it is specifically by the Korban Oilah, uh, by the Oilah is where we learn out that... Um, that the Karbonis Sibur were done, all of them, by Moshe Rabbeinu, as the Rebbe will explain towards the end of the Sikha. But now let's look the Sikha inside. We'll start from the beginning. So, Ois Aleph. Zusammen mit Nzivui von Eubersten zu Moshe und Beparshaseinu. Together with Hashem's command to Moshe that we find in our portion, as er soll öfstellen der Mishkan und reinstellen in ihm die Kehlen. Hashem instructed him to uh, set up the Mishkan, to raise the Mishkan, and to place the vessels in it, which is the uh, portion of our Parsha, starting in Perik Mem, Pasuk Aleph, and on, the Pasuk describes the details. So we find, God has instructed him also that at the time that he's going to put in the vessels, uh, he should do uh, certain services. And for example, so we see like this. When Hashem says that you should place, bring in the shulchan, Hashem told him that you should make its arrangement, he should put the breads on it. So there's no question, there's a direct command from Hashem to Moshe to place the shulchan and to put the bread. And when Hashem says to Moshe that he should bring the menorah inside to the Mishkan. The Torah also adds, not only bring it in, you should also light the, the lamps. Dakegen, on the other hand, by the Mizbechos, by the Mizbechos, by the altars, both of them, the Mizbech Hazov and Mizbech the Mizbech Hazov went inside of the Oil Moed, that's the golden Mizbech, the small one, and the Mizbech the larger one that was for the all the offerings on the Mizbech Azov they brought the Ketoris and on the Mizbech Oil they brought all the Korbanis so by this Moshe is only instructed to bring them to their place 
In the verse, it doesn't state that he should do any the services on them. It doesn't say in the verse. So, therefore, it's not clear here that Moshe Rabbeinu was commanded to do anything. The Pasuk doesn't say that he was commanded anything. And it's since it looks like the other two items, it says that he was specifically commanded. Over here, perhaps he wasn't commanded. So the question will become what actually took place at the end. Because we find that when he placed him, this is the command to Moshe Rabbeinu, when Hashem commanded Moshe Rabbeinu, instructed him. in But later on in the portion, in which the Torah relates how Moshe fulfilled Hashem's instruction. So over there they mention not only these two uh, commanded uh, services that Hashem told him to place the Mizbech Hazov and place the Mizbech Ha'ilo. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry, I mean the two avoiders that he did uh, over there in the instruction was only about two of them. It was Vayarachol Averich Lechem. Hashem tells him about uh, to put on the Lechem and he says that he did the Lechem by Moshe Rabbeinu. It also says Vayar HaNeris that he put up the Neris. But in addition to these things that he was commanded before, that he said that he did, the Pasuk also said, After the Torah says that he placed the golden Mizbech, he says he burned the incense, he brought the incense on the on the altar, on the Mizbech Hazov, that he brought the oil and the Mincha, after the Torah says that he placed the Mizbech it says that he brought up the oil and the Mincha. So over here we have two avoiders which weren't mentioned by the Mizbechas, they weren't mentioned in Hashem's instructions, but when it came to uh, fulfilling the command, it says that he did so. Since in the command of Hashem it is not mentioned that Moshe should do these two services, <coughs> which is Ktoiris and Akrovas Mincha. So it doesn't say specifically. So Zainan the Riber Farans Vedes in Mafarsha Torah, therefore there are two opinions in the commentaries of the Torah. Vemen the Pasik main mean Vayaktin Vayal. Who does the Pasik mean when it says that he brought the offer the incense and that he brought the Korbanis? Who is this that is doing this work? So had the Torah also over here, we know for sure who put the lechem upon him, who made the arrangements of the table, who lit the menorah, because the Pasuk says that that should be done by Moshe Rabbeinu, but here the Pasuk doesn't say who should do it. Uh, so it's not clear. There are commentators, the Ramban, uh, they learn, that this too was done by Moshe Rabbeinu. This is Mashmah from Pashtus Hamshach HaKsuvim, as it seems from the simple flow of the verses. He brought it in, and he brought it, and he it was makter. It's all talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. Although, notwithstanding, despite the fact that these types of services Hashem did not instruct him specifically, so Moshe had learned this from the command that he had 
on preparing the bread and on bringing up the lamb. So since he was instructed to do that over there, he figured that he should do this too, and this is what he did. I'm just wondering if to look in the Ramban and uh, see um, why do we have to say that um, how, how do we know that Hashem did not tell him Befeirush? Sometimes we find a lot of things Hashem said. It doesn't say that he, it doesn't say the fact that Hashem told him. If Vayal means that Moshe Rabbeinu did it, maybe he was actually instructed also. I, the Torah doesn't mention that. The Torah mentions some things and not other things. Torah talks about that he did light the menorah and that he did put the bread on the table. It doesn't say that Hashem told him to... to Hashem, it says that Hashem told him to light the menorah, Hashem told him to put the bread. It doesn't say that Hashem told him to to bring the Ketoris on the Mizbech Azov or bring the Mincha and the Oila on the Mizbech Oila. Uh, that doesn't mean that Hashem didn't tell him just because it doesn't say. There's many places in the Chumash where things are, we see they were done and we know that Hashem commanded it. So it's, 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 I'm not sure why it's Muchach to say um, that it wasn't commanded. But notwithstanding that, they learn uh, that he was not commanded, that Ramban learned that he was not commanded and it was on his own that he did so. And he learned it from what, what, from the other, since he was instructed to do the, uh, prepare the bread and to do the manure, he knew that the rest of the Vedas also he should do. But other Mephorshim learning, there's other Mephorshim, the Drashban, the Rashbam. He learns, as by Ditzvei Avedis, main the Torah Aronin. That by these two services, Hashem means Aronin. Since Moshe was not commanded, so, Moshe really should not do malachas, which is not commanded, because the service belongs to <coughs> the Koyanim, belongs to Aaron. So, if, unless he's commanded otherwise. And therefore, he learns that Takya, it was not Moshe Rabbeinu that did the Ketoris, and not Moshe Rabbeinu that did the oil and the Mincha. Unloid other Shita, and according to this view of the Rashbam, is the Pirish and the Psukim, so then what is the meaning of the verses? Uh, that after Moshe fulfilled the command that placed him so then who did which is Ar- it was accomplished. He says he brought upon the Ketoris. It doesn't mean Moshe. It means through the one whose service is to bring the Ketoris, which namely, which is Aaron. When he says he plays Mizbeach, he brought upon the Ketoris Mincha. After Moshe Rabbeinu did the first part of the passage he's talking about, this Mizbeach HaElosom, so there was somebody else that brought the oil and the mincha. And the Ketoris seems like that was Aaron's job, particularly the Torah says that Aaron should do the Ketoris, uh, but the Mizbech oil, not necessarily Aaron, that can be done by the other Kahanim as well. But in any event, because you see that the Rebbe, when it comes to Ketoris, he says, uh, it's to Maktazan Ketoris, it was Aaron. And by Mizbech Oil, it says, Vayal, doesn't say Aaron, because it does not say Aaron, but somebody else could have been uh, Eliezer or Yisabar. 
So the question is, uh, what is Rashi's view? So when the first time, by the first when he talks about the Mizbech Hazov and he brought upon it Ketoidus, touch Rashi Nishtop, Rashi Nishtop Ver Esot Gitano Davide. Rashi doesn't say who did it. The Rebbe brings an old Girsa in uh, Rashi that it says Aaron brought it, but that's not uh, that's not the common Girsa. And in other places, it's brought down that it's a mistake. So we're not counting. Rashi doesn't say anything about it. What what is Rashi comment over there? What does Rashi comment by the actor of Ktoiris? He doesn't say who did it, but that is Dablois Mefarish Demzman. He only says the time when when Menot Maktir given when you brought the Ketoidus. So he says Shachris Varvis Khulu in the morning and in the afternoon. So we don't know who did it. We know it was done twice, but he doesn't say who did it. But Akegn, on the other hand, later on, when we're talking already about that bringing upon the Mizbech Oil, the Brod Oil Mincha, Zokt Rashi, as follows, quoting Rashi. Rashi says, that also on the eighth day of uh, of the inauguration, because of course the seven first days of the inauguration, till Vahiba Yemashmini, um, that was all Moshe Rabbeinu, as we did in the Pasuk. Moshe Rabbeinu did all the services over then. But also by Yom HaShemini Limeluim, which was Yom HaKomas HaMishkan. That was the day the Mishkan was finally stood up. Shemesh Moshe, Vikrif Kobana Sibur. So Moshe served in the Mishkan, and he brought the one that brought Korbanas Sibur. Chutz, with the exception of Moshe Shenitztava Aaron Baby Yom, from those that Aaron was commanded in that day. Shenemar, because later on over there in Shpash Shminim, Periktes, Pasik Zayin, the Pasik says there clearly, Kravalim is Be'er And those were the special Korbanas which Aaron had to bring. So what does this mean? So since we're saying that Moshe was Shemesh Moshe and he brought the Korbanas Sibur, so what does it mean? Azmid Vayal, that he made Moshe Rabbeinu. So who was the one that do it, did it? It was Moshe Rabbeinu. Is Dokhli Fizanit, move on. So according to this, it's not understood. When the Rashi does not uh, mention who is the one that did it, who is the one that brought the offer, the and the incense. And he explains that that Moshe Rabbeinu served. So basically, the Rebbe says that we see that Rashi holds. That it was Moshe Rabbeinu. As Rashi says, that Moshe Rabbeinu Shemesh, that means that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that brought the Korbanus Sibur then. And since he brought the Korbanus Sibur, so that means Vayal, when the Pasuk says Vayal, it means Moshe Rabbeinu. So why does Rashi not say so clearly when he is ex- explaining, when he brings down Baktoidus by the Pasuk over there, why does Rashi not say that this is, that this is Moshe? And only now he says that all the Kabbalah Sibur Moshe Rabbeinu brought. Only in the Pasuk later on when it comes to the Oil and the Mincha on the Mizbeach HaOilo. The Rebbe brings down in Hora 11 that um, the Rav, he had the Girsa in the uh, previous Rashi, he mentioned earlier, he, and previously that also, by Vayakter, it says uh, that it was Aaron who was the Maktir. So, the Rav has a question, 
how do how do Rashi seems to contradict himself? Rashi writes over here that Shemesh Moshe Vikri Kabonis Sibur that it was Moshe Rabbeinu that brought the Kabonis Sibur. And Rashi said the Fetish that it was Aaron, according to his Girsa. But we, the, the Rebbe said that that's not, that was a toy Sefer, and brings it down, that's not really the Girsa. But according to the Rav, he had that Girsa. So how would he reconcile with this Rashi? So he says that when it says, Rashi says here that Shemesh Moshe, it doesn't mean <coughs> that Moshe actually. Uh, was the one that brought the carbonus that Vayal. He says, no, it's still Aaron, as Rashi said, Beferish, according to his Girsa. It must have been Aaron. Aaron is the one that brought it up. I, what is Rashi says, He says, it doesn't mean that he's the one that brought the, 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 the that he, that he's the one that brought the carbonus. It just means that the, um, we have it by tradition that during the days of uh, the Shemini, the eight days of the Miluim, seven and the eight day of Miluim, is uh, Moshe Rabbeinu did did also services. It was uh, services done by Moshe Rabbeinu. So Rashi doesn't mean that Moshe Rabbeinu did actually, according to the Rav. According to the Rav. Uh, Rashi only wants to say that um, on the eighth day, Moshe Rabbeinu did some services. He could do services. The posting Vayal and Vayaktir, according to the Rav, isn't talking about what took place on that one day, on the day of Yom Hashmini. That Yom Hashmini could be Moshe Rabbeinu also. Uh, but when it says Vayal and Vayaktir, we're talking about what took place for the rest all throughout uh after the Yom Hashmini, Vayal on it, not uh, on a one-time thing on the Yom Hashmini. We're talking about all the time. So, basically what Rashi wants to say, that even though that the Yom Hashmini limiluim, Moshe Rabbeinu was Vikrif Sibur, but yet, Vayal Olav was done by, by, by Aaron, because Aaron did it all the time. That's what the Pasuk is talking about. The Vayal Olav is talking about, he brought upon it, on it, on a regular basis. And notwithstanding the fact that at that point, Moshe Rabbeinu could have done it also, because he was allowed to do But the Taich of the Vayal, according to the Rav, and the Taich of Ayaktir, is still remains on Aaron, because that was his Girsa. And it looks like Rashi is coming to tell us over here this, because we know, as the Rav says, that Moshe Rabbeinu served over there. So the problem becomes, Vayal Olov, uh, we know that it's Aaron, so Rashi is saying that Vayal Hashmini, he was talking there, but Vayal Olov isn't Vayal Hashmini, that's what took place all the time. But the uh, Rebbe takes a lot of issues with the... Um, with the with this interpretation, first of all, the Rebbe doesn't think that because we have a by tradition, Mekubalimonu, as it says by the Rav, that that's why uh, we're going to say that Moshe Rabbeinu Shimesh. Uh, so that would be um, that wouldn't be um, that wouldn't be something that Rashi in Pshutashil Mikra would accept. Especially the Rebbe writes number two that in the Gemara's Vachum it's a machloikis a. Uh, whether Shimash Moshe be Mashmini, so I can say Mikabali Manu. And B. Rashi in Zavachim Yutes says that Moshe Rabbeinu did not serve then. So how could you say Mikabali Manu? And three, 
if Rashi wanted to, to explain how come vaya vayal, uh, and we know that Moshe Rabbeinu Shimesh, so Rashi should have said this by uh, the first time by Vayakter Olav. So Rashi should have said over there that he brought up that Moshe uh, Rabbeinu Shimesh, Moshe, and the Pasik Vayakter Oktayr, who is Aaron, that Aaron is the one that did it. Uh, in the future, all the time, even though Moshe Rabbeinu served then. So, therefore, we're learning, as the Rebbe learns in the Pnim, that uh, the Pasik is telling us here that Moshe Rabbeinu Shimesh, and he is the one that offered these korbanos, as the Mashma of the past, Loshan Rashi. And the question is, why does Rashi wait till this place, by Mincha, by the Eilas, but the Mizbech Oila to teach us this that it was Moshe Rabbeinu and not and not Aaron and not before when we talk about the Kitaris. The Rebbe in Ois Beis is going to continue the question. Um, is going to reinforce the question um, by uh, the question the Rebbe was asking you here is how come when it comes to Vayakterol of Kitaris that when it says that he brought the incense, Rashi doesn't bother to explain that this was done by Moshe, that Moshe was the one that brought the incense. Only later on, when we come to Vayal Olov, that he brought upon it the Korbanis, Rashi says that Moshe Rabbeinu Shimish, um, but it's not just that Rashi didn't explain it over here by Vayakter of and explains it later, but actually later on he makes a reference to also Vayakter of that this too took place by through by Moshe, by Moshe Rabbein who did it. So why did Rashi not explain it over here? So this seems to tell us that it's only when we come to the next Pasik, Vayal, do we have a proof that also the Vayakter was done by Moshe, and the question is why. So let's look inside. Oizbeis, the Kasha Vert Nochstarke, the question was even becomes even stronger. In the Vaitati Kampirush of Vayal Olov, in the later on, in the commentary on Vayal Olov, he brought upon the Mizbeach Ha'ilah, so really, we're only talking in the Pasik specifically that he brought upon an oil of mincha. Doesn't say any kabonis sibur. But Zokhtarashi, Rashi nevertheless says, Shimash Moshe, Vigrif kabonis sibur, that Moshe Rabbeinu served and he brought the kabonis sibur. So why does Rashi say, Shimash Moshe, Vigrif and doesn't say mincha uh, which are mentioned in the pasuk. It just says korban sibur. So why is Rashi saying korban sibur stam? So is authentic korban Rashi to losnun's heaven. So you can tell that Rashi's intention here is to teach us as Moshe damakri given that Moshe brought the nit not as oil of a mincha v'shtein in pasuk. That not only did he bring this oil of mincha pasuk, that then Rashi would have said that these words was v'shtein in pasuk nor oich. But rather, he brought all of the Korbanes Sibur. That would include, as understood, also this 
service from Ketoris, also the offering of Ketoris. Is doch noch mehr kosher. So therefore it's even more difficult. Why does Rashi not explain this earlier in the words of the Act of Ketodos? Since we see in this Rashi, Rashi is not just explaining what took place here. Rashi is specifically indicating by using the words Karbonis Sibur, that this was all Karbonis Sibur, so since Rashi does want to tell us that the Ketodos was done by Aaron, as Rashi implies here by using the words uh, that he gives Kabbonis Sibur, and doesn't say specifically the island Mincha, but Kabbonis meaning all Kabbonis Sibur, and as the Rebbe points out in Haorah 14, that even though the Loshni is Kabbonis Sibur, that also includes Ketoides. Ketoides is part of Kabbonis Sibur, and the Rebbe brings down from Rashi and from the different Psukim, in which Ketoides is part of the Karbonis Tzibur. This is actually Rashi's intent to include all Avoidas, including the Ketoides. And, and the Rebbe points out also in Haorah 12 that we have to say that the Karbonis Tzibur, Rashi isn't trying to tell us that this was the Ketoides was also done by Moshe Rabbeinu, and not just to tell us that the carbon, the carbon, the vayal, all of the oil and the mincha were the carbonus zebra, because that's obvious. Rashid doesn't have to tell us that they were carbonus zebra, because in the following passage state, it says befeirish. Uh, Rashi brings down a soil oil as a tomlus a mincha minchas a sochem shel tomit. So we know that these were the carbonus zebra. Rashi means to sell us carbonus zebra that Moshe Rabbeinu served and brought all carbonus zebra, including the ketores. And that's why the Rebbe says, Rashi doesn't quote in the heading over here also, he just says, Vayal Olov Vigoymer, he doesn't say Oilo Mincha, because Rashi specifically is not trying just to tell us something about this Pasuk only, but also about the Pasuk of Ketoides where it says Vayal, that it was done by Moshe Rabbeinu. So the question is, if Rashi wants to tell us this, why is Rashi telling us this over here in the place where we're talking about the Oilo Mincha? Why didn't Rashi not say this in the before by Victor that Vayakter was Moshe Rabbeinu. So that means to say, so from this we know that Taka before by Vayakter, we don't have evidence that it was done by Moshe Rabbeinu. And since we don't have the evidence, Rashi doesn't explain it over there because it can go either way. It's only in this Pasik that we find out that it means Dafke Moshe Rabbeinu. And the question is, how do we see it in this Pasik? As the Rebbe continues, the full group for Mashma. So from this we also understand as von impossible by acted all of Ketoides alone gefindet Rashi keine Hoche Bruder. So we understand that Rashi does not have clear evidence um from the Vayakta of Ketoides Veres und Magdi wenn die Ketoides who is the one that brought the Ketoides erst noch dem von weiter die Posik only afterwards from the later Posik by all of the soil of the Mincho was dort wird is by Rashi border as the Vayabat Sitzuch of Mishan in that passage when we come there Vayal Soil Vasamincha there it becomes clear to Rashi Vayal Bat Sitzuch of Mishan refers to Mishan. Learn Shadashi Abdul Fun Al Kabonis Sibur. So that gives Rashi the source to learn for all other Kabonis Sibur Kalloch Ketoris including the Ketoris. 
As Oich Zeyot Moshe Makar given that Moshe Rabbeinu also brought them. Borim says Nitokin Svarot to Mechalik Zayin, because there is no logical reason to distinguish between the Oilo Mincha and the other Kabbalah Sibur between the Oilo Mincha and the other communal sacrifices. Chutz Virashi Firtuish, with exception, as Rashi concludes, Moshe Shinistav Arachol, those that Aaron was specifically set to bring himself, but otherwise everything was done by Moshe. So therefore, we need to understand midvos is like Rashi. So with what is according to Rashi in the Vayal for Americhoch? Why is there more proof in the Vayal by the Mincha? More proof of those made Moshe that this is Moshe Eder, more than uh, in the Vayakter where Rashi doesn't have evidence that it means Moshe Rabbeinu. And um, so, what the Rebbe basically is saying over here that somehow it looks that Rashi didn't explain it earlier because we didn't have evidence and the evidence only comes up over here but the question is what is the evidence in this Pasik that it was done by Moshe Rabbeinu and then we say that since Moshe Rabbeinu did this he must have done the other Kabbalah Sibur also and another uh, issue the Rebbe mentions in Aura 15 was that uh, the Mepharshim ask um since we're saying here that Moshe Shimish <coughs> in uh, the Kabbalah Sibur, and he brought also the Ketodos, as the Rebbe is learning, so the Mepharshim ask, Rashi seems to contradict himself, because in Parsha Shmini, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu went in over there to teach Aaron and the Maisa Ketodos. So if Moshe Rabbeinu went to teach the Maisa Ketodos, it seems like Moshe Rabbeinu didn't do it, it was Aaron doing it, and Moshe went in to teach him the Maisa Ketodos. But the Rebbe says, in the simple meaning of the words, when it says, in the Pasuk over there, this took place after the entire service of the day. So here, what we're talking about here, this took place before. And this was took place after the Ketodos of the afternoon. After all the Ketodos of the Ben Arbaim also. Not like it says in the Levush. And therefore, this doesn't uh, contradict anything over here, because here we're talking about who did Davoy the Meshach of the Yom. And over there, when they came in, on the Yemashmini was after Davoy the Sayyom. So Take, this was done by Moshe Rabbeinu. And then Moshe Rabbeinu went to teach Aaron what to do in the future, but not for that day. But in any event, we have to uh, find the source why Rashi learns from our Posik in Vayal, that it was done by Moshe, and therefore, that also tells us that the actor was done, but the actor is also done by Moshe, how Rashi sees this in this Pasuk. In Ois uh, Gimel, the Rebbe will continue to ask questions on each one of the Rashis, both in the Vayakter and the Vayal, uh, some questions that we can ask on each Rashi individually. Ois Gimel. So now we're going to... Uh, change uh, directions for a bit, we're going to um, try to learn and understand uh, the Rashi that explains the words of Ayakter all of Ketodos. Um And later on, it's all going to tie in together. Um, the question is, what is the meaning of the Rashi when Rashi says that uh, they brought the Ketodos Shachrish Va'arvis uh, what is Rashi trying to tell us over here? And we're going to see that 
if you uh, learn it the way it seems at first glance, it really is very difficult to understand. But uh, after, as the Rebbe will explain it, uh, it'll everything will fit in uh, beautifully, and it'll also fit in with the rest of the Sikha explaining um, the parts that we learned before. So, Ois Gimel, learn inside. Nois of Lozet. In addition to the fact that it's not recognizable the difference between Vayakter uh, and Vayal, that uh, why by Vayal Rashi knows that it was done by Moshe Rabbeinu and by Vayakter, it doesn't, he doesn't know it and he doesn't mention it. So in addition to that, isn't it moving yet that Pirush Bifne'atzmai so each commentary of Rashi on the two different, on the verses of Vayakter and Vayal independently are not understood. Side the Pirush Rashi of Vayakter Olof Ketoris, both the Rashi on Vayakter Olof Ketoris that he brought the incense on it, and also Rashi's comment of also, they're both not understood. And the Rebbe is now in this voice individually going to take the Rashi of Yaktal Victorius and ask questions in those Rashi to try to figure out what Rashi exactly is saying. Now we're going to learn the Rashi inside first of Vayaktar of Victorius. So Vayaktar of Victorius that when he uh, assembled, he brought in the Mizbacha uh, Victorius and he placed it there. So the Torah says Vayaktar of Victorius, he brought the incense on it and Zokt Rashi. So Rashi comments that the incense we're talking about Shacharis ve'Arvis that. It was both in the morning and the evening. And Rashi says, There's the verse that says in the Tzavah Perik Lamed Posik Zayin, the Posik says, That every morning, the Goimer, etc. So, what is it, etc.? Then it says, And then the Posik continues, which is the second time. So, this will be the Shachris, the Arvis. So, what is Rashi trying to tell us over here? So, Bashkofer is showing noise kentik. So, at the first uh, glance, it's uh, you can tell, um, and there's some commentaries that actually explain this way. As Rashi is midder pidush, as the Rebbe brings down the Oris uh, seventeen from the Be'er Mayim Chaim, who is a brother of the Maharal. He explains on Rashi, as Rashi midzaim pidush. Rashi is coming to explain with his commentary here. Since the all above mentioned activities that the parsha talks about, starting that he raised the Mishkon, until all the Psukim, until we come to the Posik Vayosem, in Yanam Tog, they were only done once in that day. It was done once in that day. And the river, so in order that we should not therefore conclude that the passing that follows all these previous psukim that were done once, and here it says also, we're going to say the same along the same way, that it was done once. So Rashi therefore cautions us, and he tells us, as the Ketoidus, that the Ketoidus on these days was brought, it was two times, 
Shachar is varvis twice. So Rashi is just trying to caution you, no, make a mistake, just like the other things that we read previously were done once. This was done twice. That would be the simple interpretation, according to Rashi. Uh, that Rashi is trying to tell you that it was done uh, twice. Now, the Chlal in general, the Rebbe brings down the Aravi here, which would be an interesting thing. The Rebbe doesn't decide clearly, but he says it seems like the activities that they did when they put together the Mishkan the first time on Rosh Chodesh Nisan as a permanent Mishkan, um, those activities were only done at that time, not every time when they stopped and they pulled the Mishkan, did they also at that time uh, do um, the uh, placement, uh, as it says over here, uh, the verses, you know, to bring the offerings and to bring the natives, whatever they did over there, was this a a standard thing that took place all the time or was only at that time? That would be something very uh, novel to say that at all the stops they went through this procedure as they went through over here the requirements of here. But anyways, that's a side point. So, but Rashi, as the uh, Bermaim Chaim wants to learn, is coming to teach us over here that the Ketoris wasn't just once in that day, but it was twice. But the Rebbe says, Be'emes is obeshver as it's difficult to really uh, interpret that this is what Rashi means, and for several problems. Number one, Aleph, number one. The lights of the Menorah uh, were definitely um, lit a second time in that day. Because the right time of lighting the Neiris needs to be in the afternoon. That was that is the time that it has to be lit. Because as the Pasuk says in Tetzaveh, in, um, and um, so it's obvious that it has to be done in the right time in the afternoon, in the evening. And when the Pasha says he's the brother of the Neiris, that wasn't in the afternoon. This was done in the morning. So they had to do it so if Rashi is concerned, that person might think that one who's studying the, the Chumash might think that it only took place once like everything else. Or Rashi should have cautioned him. When the Prophet before Vayal Ketoris, we learned that he brought up the Neiris. So that says before Ketoris. The Prophet should have said there that he put it on uh, later on. This wasn't the only time that he put it on. He put it on again. Because he needed to be mekayim, the mitzvah of Allah, Sanez, which has to take Benar Bayim. And when he did it over here, this was in the morning. The reason we know that this took place before, in the morning, that the Neiris, when Hashem told him and he was lit, it was in the morning, is because in the Pasuk, it comes before Vayakter, and before Vayal, and before he brings up the Oila, which is the carbon Tamid, so it's it's evident that this was in the morning before the carbon Tamid was brought. Now, the Rebbe says, one can argue and say that these verses here are out of order. They're not the way that they took place, because the Pasuk by Yosem Asakir, that he placed the basin and the Verachatsu and they washed their hands, is written after all the services that are said beforehand. 
And the washing of the hands, that comes before the Avedis, not after the Avedis. It means the Pesukim are, are not in order. Especially according to the Ramban in Pesuk Zion, he says um, that Vayokem Esachotzer, which is written later on, was before all the Avedis. And there was first the Chotzer, and then the Avedis took place. So, and in Pesuk it comes later on, so it means it's out of order. So maybe the Vayalas Hanedis is talking about also, it was in the evening. How do we know it took place in the, in the, uh, in the morning? And the fact that it comes before the Ketoidis and the Ayla, who says that it actually happened that way? Maybe it was just recorded that way. But the Rebbe argues in the Ha'ara 20 that we really don't have to say that the orders of these services, the way they're mentioned in the Pusik, is not the way they're written in the Pusik. Notwithstanding the fact that the Avoidas were done after, all the Avoidas were done after the Mishkan was fully placed. So they didn't do any of the Avoidas as the, in the order that it appears in the Parsha, but rather it was done after they set up the entire Mishkan, that's when they started to do each Avoidah by itself. But yet, the Torah counts each Avoidah together with the placement of its Keli. So the Avoidah did not take place right after putting the Keli. The Avoidah took place after they put in all the Keli. But the Torah enumerates the Avoidah next to the Keli that was put in, so that when they brought in the menorah, they put the light on, even though the lighting took after all the menorahs. But yet, because we need to make it uh, as little as possible, saying that it's out of order, we should say that the order of the Avedis, and the order of the placement, and the Avedis, that was done in the order that the Torah says it. There's no reason to say that they were placed in a different order, and that the Avedis were in a different order. The only thing is that the there was a gap between the uh, Kali and its Avoida because they had to wait for all the Kalim to be before in the place before they can do the Avoida. So it turns out that the Kalim were put in the order the way the Torah says them. And then they once the whole Mishkan, everything was set up, they started doing the Avoidas on all of the Kalim and the order, the way it took place. Now, the only question we have is that the Pasuk, it says, V'rochatsu, that comes after all the Avoidas that preceded it. Um, and we should understand, it would, it would make sense only that you wash your hands before the Avoidas, not after the Avoidas, the way... It's always done. It's not something different. So, here we see that Verochatsu comes in the end because the word Verochatsu is not something which took place, and it doesn't say that they uh, were that time. It's a lotion of Hoiv, it's a lotion of present. That means that they, once they place the Kiyar, then they would always wash from it, which means that Arban would always do so. So when the Pasik was saying that they put the kir in there, which was the order they put the kir, so even though they washed over there first, the kir was sort of placed last in the order after all the other kalim as it appears in the Pasik. But then, uh, the, uh, when the Pasik says that they washed, it's not that the washing came after, because the Pasik says from that point and on, they, they were washing their hands. Now, uh, 
even though the Pasuk mentions over there, Moshe, what do you mean Moshe didn't wash his hands all the time, Moshe didn't do that either. the Torah just mentions also Moshe, the Torah is basically talking that Aaron and his sons, they would use, that was the use of this keli, they weren't talking about what they did, it wasn't the past, they went and they washed their hands, because... As we said, this is the order. The washing hands came first. The verachatsu over there is not describing like in the other cases in which that they did then. It describes what they would do continuously in the future. And even though the Pazik mentions Moshe, it just mentions Moshe because at that particular time Moshe did it. But the verachatsu is a Lashon and therefore that's not part of what took place at that time. And that's why it's not that it took place later, it took place before, because they would commonly wash from there, Arnabon of all the time, that means Verachatzu, and that taket took place before. This is how the Rebbe explains this in Haorah 20. So in any event, the, uh, meaning, the simple meaning is that the Haloas uh, Hanedus was done in the morning at that time, and there was still left an obligation of lighting the Neiros Bein Harboyim, the Halos and Neiros that Moshe Rabbeinu did on that day was only uh, done in the morning. It still did not take away from the obligation of lighting the Neiros Bein Harboyim by Tivas and Neiros later on. So the question becomes um, why does Rashi not say over here too that he. Um, that it was done twice, that it wasn't just done one time, to tell us that it was done twice, just like Rashi finds it necessary by Diketoidus, the way the Bear Maim Chaim learns, that Rashi found it necessary to tell us that it was done two times so that you don't think it was done one. If that is the case, then Rashi should have told us the same thing by the Neiris, that after he lit the Neiris once, it was done again by Narbai. From the fact that Rashi doesn't say that, we can see that Rashi means something different by the act of Torah, as the Rebbe will explain. In number two, the Rebbe is going to ask here on this commentary, why would one think, why would even somebody think that the regular procedure of Torah, which is done uh, twice a day, was not adhered to on the first day that they set up the Mishkan? The only reason one can think of is because if we say that it was Moshe Rabbeinu that did these avoiders, and uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, who wasn't the usual Kohen who did, uh, was done by Aaron and his sons, and therefore one may think that, that that is something which Moshe didn't do that day. He only did things that are unique, but the regular Avodah, Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, did not do. Now, if the day of Yom HaShemini and the day of uh, inauguration on the Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Moshe Rabbeinu went and did, uh, Aaron did all the work, not Moshe, then we don't have to tell you that, that Aaron did the regular work, whatever the work was every day, that's what he did, it would be no Chiddush in Rashi telling you. So it means that Rashi is coming to tell us according to the view that it was Moshe Rabbeinu that did it. But in that case, we don't know yet that Moshe Rabbeinu did this, as we had explained earlier, until Rashi says it later on by the Mizbeach, where Rashi says that Moshe Shemesh, that he did all the Korbanis Tibur of that day. But at this point, we don't know it yet. 
So if Rashi is trying to tell us, according to what we are going to know over there, in the Pasuk later on, Rashi says to us that Moshe Rabbeinu did all the Avedas in that day, and now we know then, therefore, that Moshe Rabbeinu did this Avedah too. So if we know that Rashi, so then Rashi already says there that Moshe did all the Avedas. So based on that, Moshe Rabbeinu did it Avedah too. So according to Rashi, it turns out that in that day, Moshe took the place of Ari, that Moshe did all the Avedas. So either way, why would one have to uh, need a Pasik? Why would Rashi need to tell us that it was done both times? Why not? I mean, why would it not be done? If Aaron did it, of course he would do it, the regular Avedah. And even if Moshe Rabbeinu did it, and we, that we only figure out when we come to the Pasik by Yal, all of us, all of us, Rashi says, Moshe Shimur, so he served, and he brought all the Kabbalah Siburi. That wouldn't be understood. He must have brought the Kabbalah Siburi, the Ketoidus, the second time. So why does even Rashi have to tell us that? So that shows, again, that Rashi has something else in mind over here in this Rashi. Let's do Oiz Beis, uh, the second question inside. Base number two, the second problem with this interpretation in Rashi is, Tzubavon has vayakted all of Ketoidus in order to caution us that we should know that the Yaktur of Ketodos is given Tzveimo, that it took place twice, is noitik dafke leidem pirush, that is only important according to the commentary, as Vayakter, but it's to Moshe, that who is the one that did the Vayakter, it applies to Moshe, it references Moshe, that Moshe is the one that brought the Ketodos. Why would we need to tell us? Vibal, the Andere Pulas, Vyanum Toxins, the other activities of that day, Hot Moshe Giton, Blois Ein Mo, the rest of the things Moshe did only once. As we said before, that uh, those were special instructions, and where the Ebishter tells Moshe Rabbeinu specifically to do in that day. Ken Zainas Al So therefore, there can be a thought, there can be a, uh, a, a possibility to that we're going to equate and we're going to say as that also the service of the Ketores did it only once. And that's why I just tell you no. I just to caution you and tell you that it was done two times. Since it's Moshe, and Moshe did the other ones only once, maybe did this once too. As If we, however, learn that what is meant, who did it? We're referring really to Aaron is the one that did it. Once Moshe Rabbeinu places the Mizbech Azov, who is the one that the Pasuk is talking about that brings it up? So Aaron began to do the Ketoides. He's the Chadrab. So then on the contrary, does his Poshut, then his Poshut, then it's obvious. Just as Aaron later on did it twice a day, as we see in Pashas Tzavah that Aaron used to do it two times every day in Perik Lamed, Posek Zayin and Ches. So the same thing he did in that day. He had done the same thing in that day. Why would it be a different to make a distinction? Moshe Rabbeinu put it up. Once he put it up, Aaron does his job. Well, he always does it. So that's why it would not be important that Chidush Fon Shachrich Varvis to tell us that we did it twice. Of course. So, Based on the above, based on the above in Siv base, in which we had determined, as by Paul, that when we're up to this verse, before we talk about 
Vayal Olav Samincha, which says later on. But at this point, Yaktal Ktoris is not need borrowed by Rashi. Rashi is not yet clear, definite. Adas hot Moshe, Makhtir given that this was done by Moshe, is doch noch der Vayal, ni token is in a smokem suzogen. So therefore, meantime, there is no really, really place to say, as is nit given, shachris varvis. So there's no real. Possibility. Why would we say that it wasn't Chakris Varvis? Because we don't know yet that it was done by Moshe. And if it's because of the Posik from Vayal, Olav, Goimer, Vaismelam, Afreyas, the actor gate of Moshe, if you're going to say that later on we're going to see Vayal, that we know already that the actor goes on Moshe, therefore Rashi has to caution it. And how do we know that he did all the Abedis Sibur? So he did Vayakter also. So then again, we don't need to come up with a chiddush that he did it also in the evening. Because the actor from the afternoon ben arbaim is one of the services of avodas tibur. So why would we need to? Uh, so he did it. Of course, that Moshe Rabbeinu did it. So either way, it's 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 difficult. Uh, why is it necessary for Rashi to say if it's Aaron it's obvious if we don't know yet that it's Aaron but but if it's Moshe and how do we know that it's Moshe because of the possible what it says later on um, so over there Rashi says that he did all the Kabbalah Sibur so he would do that just as he did the Bayakter, he did Moshe Rabbein, he did the other Kabbalah Sibur too, the other part of the Kabbalah Sibur, which was Bein Arbaim. So we know he did it twice a day. Why would he not do it? He took the place of Aaron. So either way, whether it's Aaron or it's Moshe, the Pasuk doesn't need, Rashi doesn't really need to teach us this, that it was done by, Rashi, uh, that it was done by um, uh, twice, it was done twice a day. Only thing is, um, just, um, just the thought that um, even the Rashi doesn't know yet from the further Pasik, but maybe because Rashi is not sure at this point who did it, and if Moshe Rabbeinu did it, um, then um, we need to explain that he did it twice. So maybe Rashi at this point, not knowing, is telling you that if the possibility would not, it's not because we know of the next Pasik already, which Rashi says that he did all the avoid the sibur, but it's because of the possibility of the pasuk itself, and based on the possibility that it's Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, based on that possibility, uh, Rashi tells you that it was done twice, even though according to the possibility as Aaron, we don't need it yet. But it's not because of Moshe Rabbeinu Shimesh. But um, but um, but the Rebbe the Rebbe says that if it is based, if it's just a possibility, it seems then. Rashi doesn't have to tell us uh, that it's done that way. And um, later on, when we come to the next passage, we see that he did all the Avedas. So the question is, if this is the way uh, the Bear Ma'am Chaim wants to explain Rashi, uh, we have a um, we have this difficulty. Uh, Rashi doesn't really need to explain this. This seems to be too obvious. And, and in number three, the Rebbe is going to ask... If Rashi is trying to prove to you that he also brought it in the afternoon, when Rashi proves it from the Pasik, he just omits the main point of the Pasik. The morning that he did it, we know, because this is what the Abish is telling him, and that's what the Pasik states here. 
so when Rashi quotes from the Pasik, he quotes just the beginning of the Pasik, and the main proof is actually from the second part of the Pasik, that Rashi doesn't mention. So it's, 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 it's really doesn't seem like this is what Rashi is trying to tell us, because if we're trying to tell you that he lit, that he did the Ktaris a second time, he should bring down the verse in which it says a second time. We don't even need this first Part by That's not the question. The question was, is he going to did it a second time? And that's evident from it says Rashi should have just brought down Let's look inside. The third question, Gimel. Also, the evidence that Rashi brings to his interpretation that it was Shachris Varvis, that it was also in the evening as we're learning. Rashi states, quoting Rashi, as the Pasik says, is difficult to understand the way we were learning it. It's difficult to understand. According to the above mentioned interpretation, Rashi is coming to teach us that also in the evening they did the Ketoris, not just then. So it turns out that the entire novelty consists of not that they brought it in the morning, but also that they did it in the evening. But when Rashi brings the evidence to the Pesach, Rashi just brings the opposite proof. The verter baboiker baboiker is Rashi mighty beferish. Rashi specifically quotes the words baboiker baboiker. When the verter bein arboim and the words bein arboim was in zei is the rike raya of chiddush, which those are the main words that are proof to the chiddush that it was also done at night time. Is the meramis blois mitayu gvigaymer that he only hints by saying etc. and he doesn't bring it on beferish. As the Rebbe points out in the Haare. Um, that um, actually the words which Rashi is trying to prove is the proof from the way we're learning the Pshat now in Rashi is actually in the next Pasik there are several words in this following this uh, so maybe the Vigoymer is not even clear that it goes on the other and here the whole proof is that so it doesn't really sit right that Rashi brings down the first part of the Pasik and says the Vigoymer doesn't even necessarily mean doesn't that the other words over there doesn't have to mean the other words because Vigoymer may be going the words and then there starts another Pasik and that's the whole purpose of Rashi bringing the Pasik is to prove that it was brought again and also it's not understood that Rebbe continues Rashi wants to why, why, why do we have to bring down the words uh, who cares when it was done we're talking about the that, how does it that is, it is, that is a connection with we just say and then so it was done in the morning and the night time it's not important to know over here that it was done as the Rebbe will explain later on in the Sikha that Rashi's issue over here wasn't just that, wasn't whether they brought it a second time or not. Because as the Rebbe points out, um, that's obvious that it was done twice, uh, if it's a regular avoider. Rashi's main concern was that perhaps this Ketoiris that he brought on there was not part of the regular procedure of the service of the Mishkan that was done. Because, you see... The um, 
avoider of lighting the menorah, doing it in the daytime, that's not the regular avoider. The placing the bread, the arachtos erkoi, placing the bread on the table is not usually done in the middle of the week, it's done on Shabbos. Now, over here you see that when they started the Mishkan, they first put it in, they did certain avoiders over there. So, one is tempted to learn that when the Pasuk talks about the uh, Ketoiris, it's along the same lines as the other avoiders that took place uh, on that special day, bringing the manure in the morning, putting the chalas on the table in the middle of a weekday. So maybe the Ketoiris was also something that they did, not part of the regular avoider of the Ketoiris. So what Rashi is trying to tell you over here, so since this was a unique type of a um, of a service over here, and then it didn't have any of the other statuses, so then it was just bringing the Ketoiris to set up the uh, the uh, Mizbah HaKetoiris. It's nothing to do with the regular Avoidus. And all what Rashi is trying to tell us here to associate this Ketoides with that Ketoides which was brought every day. Rashi is basically telling you not the proof that he did it twice. That comes evidence. If once it's done, it's done twice. But Rashi is just saying to you that this is the same Ketoides that was done that the Parshat Tetzave talks about, and Rashi say this is Beitivayasanetus, and once it's there, we don't need to bring any psukim that it was done also Bein Harboyim, because of course it's done Bein Harboyim, because if it's once it's the regular, it's not like the Menorah, not like the Shulchan, which were just a special Avoida, but it was the regular Ketoris that was done over there. And Rashi, as the Rebbe explains later on in Ois Vav, specifically quotes from the Pasuk, because in the days of the inauguration that preceded the seven days, the Torah doesn't mention over there that they brought up the Menorah. It says a lot about a lot of the other work that they did during the seven day of inauguration in preparation for the Yom HaShmini, for the Aleph Benisam and Hukam HaMishkan. It doesn't say that they brought up the Neiris. And Rashi wants, and that would also tell us then, okay, Usually the Ketoides is associated by Tives Anedis, but it wasn't done there. But Rashi wants to say by Tives Anedis. So Rashi actually wants to show you that it was actually the regular Ketoides over there because it came by Tives Anedis from the Menorahs that, from the Neiris that they lit in the Shivishimah Meluyim, even though the Pasuk doesn't mention it, it was done there, and therefore the Ketoides is a regular Ketoides, and therefore it was done twice. But we'll wait for the Rebbe to answer later on. This is the, uh, the, uh, the general idea the Rebbe is going to explain. In Ois Dalet, the Rebbe is going to concentrate on questions on the second Rashi that we're dealing with over here, on the Pasuk Vayal Oilois, uh, the Rebbe is going to ask if Rashi is only trying to tell us that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that did the services, Vayal Olov, that it's Moshe Rabbeinu. Why does Rashi uh, have to say that this was Shmini uh, Lemiluim? Why is Rashi quote from the Pasuk Vayal Olov? Uh, 
and say the goimer if he is only trying to say vayal olav that everything that took place was Moshe Rabbeinu, and we're not concerned whether it was the mincha or the or the oila, just vayal olav. So he should not even have said the goimer. And um, the Rebbe is therefore going to prove that Rashi actually is telling us what his proof is that it was Moshe Rabbeinu and even though Rashi wants to say that Vayal Olav is across the board that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that did the Avoida, but Rashi is telling us that his proof is from the Goimer because in the Pasuk it says Vayal Olav Es Ha'olav Es Ha'mincha with a Hey Ha'olav the Oil and the Mincha that implies that that Oil and Mincha was already done before Emimela that's how we know that when Ari, when the Pasuk is talking about over here, isn't talking about something new. Since it's the Oila, it's a continuation of the Ha'ila, and it was done, uh, therefore, uh, by uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, as a uh, continuation of what took place in the seventh day of Miluim. Uh, not a new thing, uh, all of a sudden, Arin, Vayal, Olaf, which is the regular Oilo, uh, Mincha, the Tamid that Arin was supposed to do from that point on. No, then it wouldn't be Ha'oilo. So Rashi is basically, this is why the Chachas from this Posik, and this is how come we take, you know that Arin did it only from here. This is how the Rebbe is tying in all these. Uh, Rashi's, but let's go in the order. So we'll do the Ois Dalad inside. Ois Dalad. Oich invited the computer Rashi also in the in the later on commentary of Rashi. Oivayal all of Goimer that he brought up upon him, etc. Is kosher is difficult. Aleph number one. If Rashi will blows up if Rashi only wants to translate as midvayal olov that when it says that he went up on it on the mizbeach, main the pasuk moishin that the pasuk mizmoishin that's all what Rashi is trying to tell us here. Rashi could have said this with using two words moishe hikriv, moishe offered. So was the answer? Why Rashi need the whole lengthy wording? That also on the eighth day Moshe served. Was is by them in the gate of Why is it important that this verse to know as the talk from Akomas Mishkan is given that the day that they erected the Mishkan was Shminili Meluim Chulu that it was the eighth day of inauguration. Who's who's who 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 was talking about it? Why why Rashi mentioned this? If all that Rashi is trying to tell us that the uh, Mishkan. Uh, that Moshe Rabbein is the one that served. And base number two, Rashi is the... And remember, we already have left from before, the question is, how does Rashi know, uh, this is the point of the Sikha, well, how does Rashi know that Moshe Rabbeinu did this? And this is going to be part of the answer, uh, that is B'yayim Hashmini, as we will see. Number two, the Rebbe's question is, Rashi is the mighty from posting back in the Perusha, nor Rashi quotes from the verse as an introduction to his commentary on the words Vayal Olov, the Baita, the Keverte, the later on words, the word Olov Mincha is, and Menam is blessed with the word Vagoimer, he only heeds them by using the word Vagoimer, etc. What is the reason? 
why is Rashi just called Vayal Olaf? The Tamdafun is Fashtanik Bepashtus. The reason it's understood very simply is Rashi's Pirush Abayema Shmini Shimesh Moshe Vikil Kabonis Tibur Hulu. Rashi's commentary that also on the eighth day Moshe Rabbeinu served and he brought the Kabonis Tibur is Nitbaj Meshaikhis Tasayil Vesamincha. Since it does not only apply to the Oil of Mincha, which the Pasik says, so Rashi doesn't want to quote the words but they actually referencing the general idea of Yal Olaf that he is the one from Yal Olaf was the far Rashi So therefore Rashi in his commentary does not use the words of the verse over here Oilon Mincha to say that he did Oilon Mincha nor that is Madgish Karbonis Sibur Stam but actually emphasizes he just says he brought the Karbonis Sibur Kinal Sif Beis as we learned earlier in Sif Beis that what Rashi is trying to tell us over here it's not something about the Oilon Mincha but it's Vayal Olaf that this was Moshe Rabbeinu's Function that he is the one that brought up all the carbonus. But based on this, the question is on the other side. Since Rashi's commentary is applies to the general context, to the, the general understanding of Yalol of that he brought up upon him, how this really means all Karbonis Sibur, the other Yalol of he is the one that did it. So then these details from Esoil of Esamincha. Uh, in God's gift after his loss, he should have left them out altogether. Not feeling it, Maramizain, he should not have hinted to them through the word Vagaymer because this goes contrary to what Rashi is trying to do, is just to say, Vayal Olov. That's what he's explaining over here, not the Mincha, uh, the oil and the Mincha, which are mentioned because he wants to say that this was something that Moshe Rabbeinu did. And as the Rebbe is going to explain, that this is actually the key to understanding this whole idea over here, that Rashi actually wants to tell you a general thing. About the psukim, but he and he doesn't want to talk about the oila mincha, but he does the vegaimer to the words ha oila and ha mincha, because this is the oila the mincha that represents the idea that it was a follow up, and that's why it was shmini limelum that Rashi brings down over here, because this was all at the eighth day that followed what took place before, and therefore this is the key that Rashi knows that it was a continuation that Moshe Rabbeinu did. He did oila mincha. If Moshe Rabbeinu did only the Shiva Shemir Meluyim and he didn't do the Shemir Meluyim, it wouldn't be a Hoyla Vamincha, it would be a separate Hoyla because the Amish had told him to do the Hoyla. And that is actually, as we're going to see, also the idea that Rashi said before in, uh, in Shachris and, 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 and Mincha by Dikitaris just to tell us that this was a continuation for the regular service that took place. Uh, that that is a, a um, in this case, that that was a um, uh, uh, a service. The Ketoris was the a regular service, not a something special that was done like the uh, menorah that was lit just that day. As we'll see, as the Rebbe explains the previous Rashi. So we'll go into learning Oisei now. Oisei. Darbiyur b'chol hanal is the explanation. All the above is. In the parsha from Lechem Aponim Shabbesidras Emoir, in the section in which we read the Lechem Aponim in the portion of Emer, was Rashi Chendermont Freer. Rashi has uh, referenced already uh, the Lechem Aponim. Verdgizokt, and the Rebbe is pointing this out, so that's why you know that the child already knows about this that the Rebbe is going to discuss. Verdgizokt, so there it's stated as the Zeit Variches Lechem is Bema Shabbos. 
that we do the uh, preparation of the bread on Shabbos. Kemen fregen. So one can ask, there's mana komas a mishkan is dochnit given by Yemah Shabbos. The, the Mishkan wasn't raised on Shabbos. The Rebbe points to a Rashi in Nosei Perikzayim Poskut Beis in which Rashi says that it was Yom Rishon Lema'i Now, if one is going to argue and going to say, well, the student doesn't know yet about that Rashi um, that was brought on the Nosei, that it was on a Sunday, that Shemini Lemeluim was on a Sunday, it was Yom Rishon Lema'i uh, So the Rebbe says, but because the verse says that... Uh, by they brought it to Moshe and they couldn't raise it, and Moshe raised it. So it's mashma that he raised it when they brought it to him, which is on the first day of design when they first brought it to him the first time they brought him the Mishkan. And we know the first day of Yimeluim is the same as the eighth day, same day of the week. So these were all kinds of jobs of bringing to him and carrying and all things were prohibited in Shabbos. So uh, that would mean that on the Shmini Lemeluim, which is the eighth day, the seventh day, same day as Rosh Chodesh, um, same day, the same day as the uh, the seventh day before the seventh day of, of inauguration that preceded the eighth day, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, could not have been on Shabbos. So in any event, so we know that it wasn't on Shabbos. So since it wasn't on Shabbos, is Vikumtas as in the Nit Shabbos they can talk from a Kamosam Mishkan. So how is it that on the not Shabbos day or when they brace the Mishkan? So how come the Vikumtas as in the Nit Shabbos they can talk from a Kamosam Mishkan the non Shabbos day when they raise the Mishkan? So Farukum and Devayarachol of Erech Lachem. Why are they preparing the bread on the table at that point? The Zelba Shail is Erech Benegev Ayal Hanedes. The same question you'll have when you bring up the laps. There's Mafon Al Lokas Nedes is given in oven. That was in the evening. This in the free wasn't in the in the morning, as we see in the Ramba in the Rashi in Tetzav in Rashi over there. Uh, However, we know that the Rambam's opinion, the Rebbe Rizal 127, is that they would light the menorah twice. Um, and he touches the word, Bahitivo, means Bahadlikoi. But according to Rashi, Bahitivo means cleaning, and the lighting of the menorah was only done during the evening. And um, Rashi also, in Gemara Menachas, also explains in Peches and Bez on the Gemara, uh, also as the. Um, as um, as Rashi holds over here, that it was only done once, not like the Rambam writes. But in any event, according to Rashi, uh, it was done not in the proper time here at all. So the Azoyis the Vayal Haneda is from Pasha Seni. You're talking about in the free. So why is it uh, that in our Pasha, all of a sudden they're bringing up the lamps? They're doing it in the morning, uh, not uh, not at the night time. So Muslims so you have to say yes that that when they brought the bread and they made the lamps in the comes Mishkan, the special day when they brought the Mishkan, this had something special Something different than the constant idea of bring up the lamps with Lechem upon him and the Lechem upon him. When we're learning about that he brought the Ketaris, that means he can't have One could make a mistake. Uh, just that also this service of the incense just like the, them the Yarech Vayal is given an in Yem Yuchad was something special only for Yem HaKom Samishkan so therefore you could have also accepted as their Vayakter when he was offered the incense is given Andesh von Sederakteris Bechlal was different than the order of the general Ketoidus Unefshen Norein Mole maybe only one time because it's not the regular Ketoidus. 
on the far bishas has come to posik. The Rebbe Bavarot Rashi. That's where Rashi cautions us and tells us shaklis va'arvis k'meshikos va'beke beke betivas neris v'goimer. As those is given punctive is all benayfim reflect makros and yedn shaklis va'arvis. This was done as we do every morning and every evening. V'shteinim posik va'beke va'beke betivas neris v'goimer, which are in that posik. And the also there is. Uh, Rebbe brings down order twenty nine. Now it's very understood. It's very understood why Rashi doesn't say by Vayala Anedus that it was done also in the evening, as he says by Vayaktor of Uh Because besides the fact, as we're saying now, that only by Ketodus Rashi needs to say it, because you may think that it's uh, the same as took place over there by the Nedus, because. The whole idea that they brought up the natives also in the evening has nothing to do with Yala natives. That was separate. That was a regular thing. That wasn't to do anything to do with that day. The day, that day was only uh, the, the thing that Moshe Rabbeinu did, that he brought up the natives as part of uh, Shemini Lameluim, just uh, inaugurating uh, the first time they set up the Mishkan. And the way the Rebbe explains now, he also says in, in Hara 30, we also understand why Taki does. The Pasik not mention the uh, avoider of the Mizbeach, the avoider of the Ketoides, only mentions the Lechem upon him and the, um, and the Halos and Eris. Because it's not over here uh, that Moshe Rabbeinu did it. Moshe Rabbeinu did all the avoiders. That's not what we're coming to say. The Pasik is just trying to tell us something new that took, that took away. That took place. Uh, there was never such a thing as bringing, uh, lighting the menorah in the middle of the day, or bringing the ketod, or, uh, or, or or putting lechem upon him out on Shabbos. So that's why the pasuk has to say that specifically. But the other avodas, those were just the regular avodas that they did in that day. Valpizet, the Rebbe continues, is Oich Fashtandik, we also understand, was Rashi Brengdish Beferish Deverter Bein Harboy. Why Rashi doesn't bring in the afternoon over here? Because Val Nor then Virashi Tutoif as der Vayakter is mitgonished under Shunabirisakter is Bakhlal. Once Rashi tells us that this Vayakter is no different than a regular Avaidas, Ishanit Noitikin Rayas. We don't need any proof. I'm not Yanam Tokmakh that you also did it at night time. The Posik break this Rashi via Raya. The Posik break this Rashi via Raya. It's not brought as evidence, nor al safar on hezber. It's just brought to equate and to explain at unzer vayakter that the vayakter over here is the zelba with the ketoidus and the posik babeker babeker v'goyim. It's the same ketoidus as the babeker babeker. And as the Rebbe explains in Haora thirty-two, that even though Rashi says both shachris v'arvis. It's not that Rashi is coming to teach us over here the arvis also because that's known. But since Rashi mentioned Shachris, uh, he has to say arvis also. And as the Rebbe also explains in order thirty-three that that's why Rashi also doesn't quote babayker babayker yaktireno. He doesn't say he says goimer. He doesn't say yaktireno beferish is because Rashi's intention by bringing the pasuk is not to prove that there was ketores babayker. But Rashi just wants to say that Vayakter, all of Ketodes, is the Ketodes of Baboiker, Baboiker, Beitivus, and That is the Ketodes. So Rashi says, and, and, and therefore it's not what that it was uh, Makter, but that uh, that is the Baboiker, Baboiker. Therefore Rashi says, Shachris, then he has to say, Ready Arvis also. 
In Ayis Vav, the Rebbe is going to continue to explain uh, the Rashi on the Vayaktir Olav. The Rebbe was Mechadish, that all that Rashi wants to tell us over here is that this Vayaktir that was being done over here was not something unique for the eighth day of Miluim for the establishment of the Mishkan as the lighting of the menorah or the putting the Lechem upon him, which were specific, unique for those times. But rather, Rashi wants to tell us this was the regular Ketoides, and later on Rashi is going to prove that it was done by Moshe, but right now, Rashi is just saying that this is the regular Keturus, and that's why Rashi just brings down the Posik, brings down Vayakter, he doesn't bring down Beinar Boy, because once we know that it's the regular Keturus, already we know that it was done the regular way, but Rashi is just trying to tell us, but why does Rashi, the Rebbe said, bring them down the words as the Rebbe asked earlier, Behitiva Esanetis? Beitiba Sanedas seem to be almost a contradiction if Beitiba Sanedas, because there was no Rashi quoting the post of Beitiba Sanedas the way it was usually done, it was done after Beitiba Sanedas. But since this was the Yoimashmini, there was no Beitiba Sanedas the day before. Now we have to realize in the Pasik, when the Pasik speaks of what took place in the Shivas Yimamaluim, it doesn't say Beferish that there was Halah Sanedas over there. And therefore, maybe there wasn't Halah Sanedas over there. So, why is Rashi bringing down Beitiba Sanedas to tell us that would show that this is not the same avoid as the other, as the Beitiba Sanedas over there? It would show that. It's not the same avoid because it wasn't done when Beitiva Saneris. And the Rebbe is going to say, Ad Rabbe. Rashi quotes the Postak Beitiva Saneris over here to tell us that there was a Beitiva Saneris, notwithstanding that the Postak doesn't mention in the avoid of the Shiva Shimei that there was also the Allah Saneris. So Rashi tells you that this Ketoides was taken, the regular Ketoides, because it was Beitibes Hanedes, Rashi means to say, this was the regular Ketoides. Let's look inside. As blight, move on, but it's not understood if Rashi all wants to just say that this was the regular Ketoides. Is Aleph number one to Vos is Rashi Oichmaitik Deverti Beitibes Hanedes? Why would Rashi quote? When he is quoting the Pasik that you're doing it, the the uh, mitzvah of the Keturus, why does he quote from that Pasik over there by the words Metivus and Nedus? The Bald asks from Hezbuffus and Pirus and Negei in order to He only wants to comment what is important to him is the words Babaykeh Babaykeh Vagaymer to show that this is the regular Keturus. Unachmer Bey, Israel says, furthermore, the Verter Beitives Hanedes, Zainagormoyer These words actually raise a contradiction to Zainpirush, to his 
interpretation as the Vayaktar of Ktoiris. Rashi is trying to tell the Vayaktar of Ktoiris in Yoimaki becomes a Mishkan. That took place in the day that the Mishkan was erected. This given the Zelbiki Avaidis Aktoiris was the same service of the Ktoiris. Which they did every day. It was just that it was done the first day, but it was the regular Ktoiris. So why would he bring Bativis and Nadis? Bativis and seems to contradict that word. Bativis and Nadis mean doch to Zogon, because Bativis means to say, as the Ktoide Babaikir Babaikir is gebunden, that the offering that you did, the Ktoides in the morning, is tied, Ushachts the Fridika, Vaidavar Tovas and Nadis, to the previous service which took place, which was at Tovas and Nadis. Vazdos is the Nikwa Bazikim Shalamanoida, which is the cleaning out of the holders. Of the bazichin from the ash medeshna psilishin esrufu balayla, from the uh, um, from the uh, ashes of the psil that were done balayla the, the nighttime, as we already mentioned before, from the rebbe zahare. The attack, according to the Rambam, there was two ativa means to light it, but that's not Rashi's pshat, not in the Chumash, and not in the Gemara. Ubebal does in them talk from a komas hamishkan is lecherek and a tovas neiris nidgiven. And since in the day when they raised the Mishkan, there was no Atovas and and the reason why there probably wasn't, while the Friedrich Nacht is not given far Akomas and Mishkan, because the night before they didn't, it was before the Akomas and Mishkan, they didn't light the Menorah. And the Rebbe doesn't say it in the Sikha, but we'll see this from the end, because in the Pasik, in all the organization, the service doesn't say anywhere about lighting the Menorah. So it turns out, therefore, that when they do the Ketaris and when they raise the Mishkan, it's given nit for them Ketaris Babaykeh Begoymer. It wasn't exactly Babaykeh as there, but an Inyimilcha separate. Why would Rashi bring from the Pasik, trying to tell you that this is the same as the regular Ketaris, and bring a Pasik and the words from the Pasik, which are not important really, and actually contradict, and they tell you that the normal process is Ketaris, that is by Tivas and Neiris, and here there was no by Tivas and Neiris. But the Rebbe says, no, Punkt Vakert, actually there was by Tivas and Neiris over there. Nor the beer in them, Rashi nemton bepashtas. Rashi accepts this in the simply, simply as oichin the shivas yemeluim. That also during the seven days of the inauguration, Farim talk for a kamsa mishkan before they raised the mishkan. Hot megiton ala avedus that they did all services, the all the services that was necessary, they did. Um, And uh, the Rebbe says that this is this is the Shittas Rashi, as the Ramban writes also. But the, the Rebbe brings quotes from Agur Aryeh. He says that Rashi holds that certainly they did not bring the Mea Meluim, only the Karbonas that belong to the Meluim and not the Ketodos, which is uh, for the generations, just like he did not bring the Korban Tumidim, which the Pasuk doesn't sing by Meluim, with the exception of the Eila Sabaykir. That's the Gurari's view. But the Rebbe says, Bepashtus, from the fact that it says in Tetzavach of Tesla Medchez, Akeves, when the Pasuk talks about the, the one the morning, one the afternoon, is talking about the seven days of the inauguration. Because that's what it was talking about. It's talking about this Hemshech to, to, to the Meluim over there in the Pasuk in Tetzavach. And it says, Vize, with a Vav as the Rabban, write, the Rabban writes over here, in, and, and as Rashi says, 
Befeirish in Pinchas Chavches Dalit that this is going also on the Shivas Yemayim and Rashi explains over there that this was an extra pasuk to teach us that why why do we need the pasuk in Parshas Pinchas? Rashi explains because that would be only for Yemayim Meluim and that's coming to tell you for the rest of the year. So therefore, as the Rebbe says. There was definitely the Karbanis, and everything took place over there too. It did take place. Also, the Alos Anedis took place. All Avedis, Alos Anedis. So, that's what it turns out. That is in the morning for Yema Kamas Hamishka and Rishchedish Nisan. That in the morning when they raised the Mishkan of Rishchedish Nisan, so there was a Tavas Anedis there because it was lit before, the night before. And therefore, it makes sense to say, as the Ktoiris was not done, acting given, that the Ktoiris that they did then is Nitkin under Evidivus Retzich in Posik. It's not a different one than Babeke Babeker. Betivesa Nedis, it's not a different one. It's the same because it was Betivesa Nedis here too. Okay, so now it almost seems that, okay, it's not a contradiction, but why do we need it? But that explains further. The midbazayim understanding now will understand that the event mitivus and neidus are nitlois kinsir and nitzayim pirush. Not only do they not contradict his commentary, nor Rashi darf they might design. Rashi is needs to quote this because tvishin the alim mina avoides shel chinuch. Because Rashi is trying to teach you specifically that there was lighting of the menorah on the days in the days of the inauguration. Because the Allah Vedishal Khinov of the Torah Rechon Tois, when the Torah enumerates what items were done, Bishaikas to the Meluyim, as they relate to the days of the Meluyim, Vetni Dermon Befedish as Menatoich Madligiv and the Menorah. It's not mentioned specifically that they also lit the Menorah. Vot me, you can't mean it. So one could have thought, as Machmas Dembas has said, Gifel that Locke, since it was lacking the Adlocke, it wasn't there. Amongst all the different types of services that they did to dedicate, educate themselves, that the Torah enumerates, as they relate to the days of inauguration, it's not mentioned specifically as that they also live the Menorah. So one could think, since there was lacking the lighting of the menorah, and then it was also not making the good of the menorah. So therefore, also this sacrifice that they brought of the incense given on in this was something unique. As we said before, the lechem was brought on a Friday, on a Sunday. I mean, it was done on a, on a Sunday. And vayalanetis was done in the morning, and it's not an avodah. Here it was done the ktoidus, and not in relationship to betives anetis. Is the Rebbe Rashi Meram is in a diuk? So Rashi therefore hints in a diuk. Rashi tells you as the ktoidus for needing the dan that this ktoidus in our case is going for bundlimita tovas anetis. It was connected tovas anetis. Punkt v'alamol just like all the time. Babeke babeke betives anetis. And that's the reason Rashi brings it up. And as the Rebbe points out in Order Thirty Six that now it's actually so beautiful yumtak. Why Rashi only says from the Posik Babeke Babeke Batibas and says the Gaiman and doesn't say Bain Harbaim. Because it seems like Rashi was trying to tell you that they lit it twice, not just once. But now we're trying to say the contrary. The Kiddush of is of Rashi's interpretation is 
that this Ketoris that they brought Meshachris was the Ketoris on which Babayka Babayka Metivah Sanatis. Because the Babayka was the Metivah Sanatis. The Ben Arbaim, that was that's a separate thing. That's obvious. But over here we're trying to tell you that this Baboiker was the regular Ketoidus because there was a Be'etivah Sanedus. So at this point, as the Rebbe is going to explain in Zion, the assumption would be who is the one that did it. It probably was done by Aaron because... Uh, Aaron was the one that did the regular Avedis. So besides those that were done, other was Aaron did. Aaron, Aaron did. That would that would be the most uh, logical way to say uh, that this is a regular Avedis. So Aaron does it. So and therefore over here Rashi doesn't comment that this was Moshe Rabbeinu because the Echoch is going to be from later on. So Rashi assumes right now that it was probably done by Aaron because he's the one that does it. And it's only later on that Rashi has a Yechocheh that Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that brought up the Mizbech. Rashi knows that all of the Avedas were done by uh, Moshe Rabbeinu. And that would include this one as well. Since the arrangement of the bread and the bring of the native which were done by through Moshe at the day that he raised the Mishkan so they were just an instruction for the day they were special unique services that Moshe did is Vashtandik so then it's understood as you cannot therefore learn the usual ways the usual Molochas uh, this was actually the Rabban's reasoning that the Rebbe quoted in the beginning of the Sikha, as the Rebbe says over here in the Hore. His reasoning was that the Vayakter and the Vayal was also done by Moshe because the earlier ones were done by Moshe. So he understood that he has to do them also, as the Rebbe quoted inside the Sikha in the beginning. But since now we're saying that there's a big distinction over here. That the first two malachas, which were the harachas hanedis, the harachas the marachas hashulchan, and the halachas hanedis, were not done in the proper time or in the proper days, and therefore that was unique malachas. But the aktoras aktes Rashi is telling us was done by Aaron as part of the regular avoda, so we can't we can't say. So we can say Aaron did it. Probably makes sense that Aaron did it because this is a regular avoda. So, so you know, we can't learn from the other ones that this was done by Moshe too, because those were unique services for that day. And we can't learn that this was also Moshe. Why? Simple logic dictates that Moshe only did the usual services during the seven days of inauguration. As soon as they raise the Mishkan and they've set it up in a permanent way, starting with the first day, the eighth day of inauguration. The one who who did the the avoided the one who did it always, which was which was Aaron. And the Rebbe in the Hara over here in thirty eight, the Rebbe points out that in the later on Rashi, when Rashi changes to say that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that did it, Rashi writes over there the lotion Af So the emphasis here is also that it was the Shmini Liminluim. Uh, then too, Moshe did it because it's being lemiluyim, so it's still a part 
uh, in Akamas Mishkan it was because it's part of the Meluyim and all the days of the Meluyim, including the eighth day, Moshe Rabbeinu did this. So, but if not for the changes we will learn the Rashi makes over there, the Svara would say that this was done by Aaron because Aaron is the one that does it all the time. And the Faris Rashi in it, the Faris of Pasuk by Yaktir. That's what Rashi over here is an explainer by Yaktir. I don't think it's on Moshe that Moshe did it. From them Pasuk Gufa is not talking to Mechachadetu because from this verse we don't have any proof. Umitzat Pashtas the Svara that God is coming and logically would dictate simply that. Fakert, uh, the opposite is Aaron Bakhtar even dictators. Aaron the dictator. Rashi doesn't say that Moshe did it because it would seem that Aaron should be doing it. When you're going to come to the next possible, we have to say as Moshe said, Makriv given. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't kill Kama Sivches, and the Rebbe will explain later on Sivches that Rashi, because of the Ha'oila and the Ha'mincha, that this was the same that was done before. Rashi Meramis. So the Rashi hints Durk them was erzokt over there later on. He says Vihikriv Moshe Korban Nisibur. Moshe Rabbeinu brought the communal sacrifices of the Stam Alakabanus and Sibur. Asuzama midavidus Sibur Oylem Mincha together with the service the Avidus Sibur of Oylem Mincha. Had Moshe Oich Giton Davidus Vayakter. Moshe also did the service of Vayakter. Because amongst the Karbonus Sibur itself doesn't really logically make sense to make a difference. That that was done already through one. That should be done through Moshe as the proof will be by there. And the other Karbonus, the other Karbonus of this Sibur, so therefore Rashi says that this was done too. So in our Pasuk Vayakter, it's probably Arin. But when it comes over there, once we know that over there has to be done Moshe, then we're going to say that the one same person did all of the Kabbalah Sibur. Ches. So now we're going to learn, so how do we see Taka from that Pasuk over there, the proof that it means that it was Taka Moshe Rabbeinu, the Moshe did the Neiris, the, sorry, Moshe did the Eulah Mincha. So the Pasuk all of the Goyim remained there with Moshe that it means Moshe nit Aaron v'skum toiz b'ashkofer rishoyinu as it would appear in the first glance. But understanding from the Yikalosh ne Pirush Rashi if the Pasuk will understand it when we look into the Rashi's commentary in that verse. From them was nochem moitik zayin v'yal olov from Pasuk after saying v'yal olov he adds the word that later to v'goymer and the Rebbe asked what is the v'goymer over here? We're starting to say v'yal olov. For them was raped on the Pirish Midverter, Abba Yemashmini Vukulu. Starts with Yemashmini, also Yemashmini, which the Rebbe also asked, what would Rashi have to bring down those words? What do we need to know was Yemashmini to interpret to us that Vayal is, is, was, was, was Moshe and not Aaron? When Rashi adds the word Vigoymer, trots them was the Teichen for the Pirish Gufa. Notwithstanding that his commentary is of the close in from Vayalol of Rashi, he's trying to explain the general concept of Vayalol of Alakabon Sibur, all of the communal sacrifices of the Pharisees, that's specifically why Itaka doesn't quote the words Oila Mincha, because he doesn't want to say Oila Mincha, he wants to say all Vayal. 
So why does Rashi write the Goimer? Is it Oysen's laws in the head? And so Rashi is out to teach us, to let us know, as the writers and Peter, she's from the Vaita Dikeverte, that the evidence to his commentary is from the later words. And so Elif Samin doesn't want to mention them because he's not explaining them. He's explaining the Yal Olaf, what the general uh, Aveda was done by Moshe. But how do we know it? We know it from uh, the Vaita from the later on Psukim. Um, and the words of from the Vaitiga Minchazamurumas in the Mugaimer, which are hinted with Vugaimer. Umvas is other bavais, and how is the hint? Does first statement for now if we are hepton and pirush? We understand it how he begins the words Af Bayim Hashmini Khulu. Which was the other question. Why does Rashi not say we need the kids of Shimash Moshiva Kadaim? The Moshe did it. He says Abayim Hashmini. For the verter as so oil of as ha mincho when it says with the hey ha idea the oil and the mincho mid ha idea is clear it's clear as the oil mincho was what makrik when be yemakomis a mishkan that the oil and the mincho that they brought on the yemakomis a mishkan zayin from zalbum sug oil mincho was meveishin from zay is the same category of mincho that we know about them was when the makrik when she was meamiluim those which were brought on the seventh day of inauguration is oil is also as be yemakomis a mishkan not aren makrik when if we we should say that it's on Aaron did it on the day the Mishkan was raised. The Oilo Mincha is on this kind talk inside the Shavit. We should know the Oilo Mincha. There is no uh, common uh, denominator between the Oilo Mincha was Aaron not Makri given in Beif and Midi, which Aaron brought as a constant one. Midi Oilo Mincha was Moshe not Makri given freer. Only Shemiluim with those that Moshe Rabbeinu brought earlier. The Shemiluim, different Karbanas. The Rebbe learned that Rashi Musman Zogn. Therefore, Rashi learns that we have to say as Apa Yemashmini Chulushim Eshmoshe. That also Eshmoshe served was then Multisfarana his damos. Then there is a comparison division. There's a related division. The Oil Mincha from Yemashmini Midif and Yemayim The Oil Mincha which was done on the eighth day with the ones that we done Yemayim Luim. They all have Makrigven as they all have Makrigven Moshe Rabbeinu. All of them were brought by Moshe Rabbeinu. And since we know that Moshe Rabbeinu did the Mincha, is showing the Seichel Mechayiv. So therefore, logic dictates as the other Kabbonis Tzimfi Yenam Togot Moshe Geton. Also, the other ones was done by Moshe. So basically, the key to the understanding all these Rashi's is is the proof, and the Rebbe explains it is because of the word Ha'ilah and Ha'mincha which Rashi is hinting through the word Vegoimer, and by saying Abba Yemashmini, because otherwise, um, if it wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu that it did it on the Yemashmini, then they wouldn't say Ha'ilah and Ha'mincha, because it would have been a different type of Karbanas. The Karbanas before were done in the Yemashmini as inauguration, as a training, were done by Moshe Rabbeinu. This was done by Aaron as a regular Karbanas. But since the Pasuk says Ha'ilan Hamincha, so the, the, since this where we say that Moshe Rabbeinu did it, and we say that Moshe Rabbeinu continued to do what he did before. It looks like that even though, even according to the Rebbe's explanation, the Oilo Mincha that was brought by Moshe Rabbeinu in the Yimei HaMiluyim is not the same category as the Oilo Mincha that he brought in uh, because over there it was as an inauguration and over here it was 
as part as the Rebbe was said the whole time that the Ketoyres and the Mincha were part of the regular Avaida, but Moshe Rabbeinu did the regular Avaida from the Kayan Godl, unlike the other two services that he did with the with the Neiris and the and the Lacham Aponim, which were unique for that day. And here all this was part, the Mincha and the Ketoyres were part of the regular service. So it turns out that it's not the same Oilo Mincha. Uh, would seem as the Meluyim. Meluyim war for inauguration. This was the service of the day as it was done throughout the year, but it's done through Moshe instead of through Aaron. But yet, because of the comparison that they were done both by Moshe, you could say Ha'oila and Ha'mincha, the because he did it. But if on top of that Aaron did it, then there is really no 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 similarity. It's a different type of a carbon, and it's a different person. So to sum up the sicha again, that the uh, the way the Rebbe learns now is that the first two avodas were done by Moshe Rabbeinu, the lechem upon him and the loss there were done by Moshe Rabbeinu as unique for the day of a Mishkon, and they were done Moshe Rabbeinu as as that. But then, because, and the reason why we say that is because they were in the wrong time and the wrong place. It was on Shabbos. This was on a Sunday, not on Shabbos. And it was in the morning and not at nighttime when you're supposed to light it. So that was unique for that day. That had to do. But the other, Avoidus, the Ketoidus, and the Halos Amincha learns Rashi that they were regular services. But they were done by Moshe Rabbeinu because they were a Hemshech to the service of before. Uh, of the Shmei Meluim, which Moshe Rabbeinu did, so he did this as well. And as the Rebbe explains, since we see that the Oila Mincha was done by Moshe, it only makes sense that the um, Ketoyres was done by Moshe as well, because he was Mishamish in that capacity of a Koyen during Av Be'yei Mashmir Meluim. In Ois Tess, the Rebbe continues to learn out from the initial Torah from this Parsha. Ois Tess, from the initial Torah from the Parsha, the Lesson from the Unzer Pirush Rashi: Vosis taka der tam was the Indian. Abba yemashmini limiluim shemeshmeish vikiris kabonis shibruchulu. What is the reason that this idea that the eighth day limiluim Moshe Rabbeinu served the brother Kabonis Shibur is the pasuk merames davke ba ilu mincha? The pasuk hints this specifically by the common ilu mincha. Chotch as azoyis as given by the other avedus. The same thing was true, by the other services they were done by Moshe Rabbeinu as well. Um, which is by the Ketoidus, but it's only mentioned by over here by the Oila and the Mincha. If to verstehen das, in order to understand this, darf man magdim sein noch a apirush auf dem was so steht Oila and Mincha. We have to introduce another interpretation why it says here Ha Oila and Ha Mincha behaya idea. As the Oila and Mincha seine bewusste der Miet, why are they Oila and Mincha? They're known because this is an oilist tomid or milchas tomid, because they're always brought constant tomid and constant milch. Zeir bavuskat kum mitzad zeir tmidiyes. The reason that they are known oila and hamincha is the oila the mincha, the known oila the known mincha, because they're always brought. 
That's the mincha that comes together with the tamid every morning. What is unique? How are they uh, significant? This oil mincha with their continue being continuous relative to your other services. Other, were also done. There was many other avodas that were done every day. Once really spoken at length, as from them gufa was from the fact itself that because amongst all daily services, that blows their carbon tamid alain ongerufen mit nomet tamid stan. It's only the carbon tamid which is referred to with the name tamid plain. Is This is a proof as the toyer tamid that this description of constant kumpnit blows the farvas monoti makrugem cholyim. Not just because it was done every day in the but also mainly to to emphasize as it has a continuous impact a pool and that it always works not only that you do it all the time but it, it's a continuous effect the accomplishment what it does it uh it, it 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 stretches constantly. from time less. A lot of avodas you do every day. They're tamid in that sense. But for the avoda to be uh, impacting you constantly, the entire twenty four hours, that's the oil and the tamid. What the mitzvah mevuyer was by ketoyus. This was also explained why by ketoyus was a parsha. Is toyda mishana the meifan abitun zokt toyda exchange changes the expression, the way it expresses. It says vayaktir all of ketoydus. He says it doesn't say vayaktir all of es ha ketoydus. He says vayaktir all of ketoydus. Ona haya idea hagam oyichdi ketoydus to makter given alatog. Also, we although this was also brought every day. On invited the composic state vayal all of es ha oil of es mincha, and then it says oil mincha. Because it's only the oil of the mincha who their impact is all the time. Every instance and instance. That's why they are separately, they're important. And that's why they are known specifically. That explains now no issue. The beer from them in Aveda, the explanation for this in one service is the carbon tomid is an oil. The carbon tamid is an oil, which means was is kulei kol Hashem. You bring it totally up to Hashem. And on to the avodah for navegim in Gantzin to Meibristen and to this service to totally devote yourself to Hashem, kol Hashem is yet that it great tamid. Every Jew is constantly prepared, always ready. Chol rega verega, every instant, instant. And after tamid of them, kins pitzel hachonis, it does not require special preparations. Oilos tamid b'shas es retzch vegai korban. But when we are dealing about a sacrifice, which a portion of it needs to be eaten by the person, and the way that he eats it needs to be with holiness and purity, as required by eating a carbon, then it requires separate preparation. Because naturally, Musa means filling them gash a person needs to feel the physical taste. On Gishmak from the Michael and the good taste of the food is in the Farshver to Poilum Bazich. That's why it's difficult to affect by himself as Ein Tebazol, Zain Teba, that he should remain Tebazol, he should eat Essen. 
Aber er ist happy, wenn er zu Gedusche, but to do it for Gedusche. Can tell him to sacrifice himself totally for Hashem, but to go ahead and eat and eat for Gedusche. As all the Korban essen and ganz and durch the Shem Shemayim that the Korban should be eaten totally uh, for the Shem Shemayim. And uh, he brings down here in the order forty-two from the Kuntres Yitzchayim Periches and from the Maimer the story in. Uh, in the Ramaschur Faini, Tofrei Sadiches, that the Basemta once showed his students that there was an ox dressed in Holy Shabbos because it was a tzaddik, he ate Basur to fulfill the mitzvah Shabbos. But because he was so begashmis, he was turned into an ox, so you can be, even the Kedusha Shabbos, you can be, but it can be an ox over there. So, how does one accomplish to taste it and yet not become an ox and taste it and and it should be only Shem Shemaim. Allah has come become as come to the Ravid of Ketodus, especially when we talk about Ketodus. But see, the union is as a Gibble Clips at Meyes. Ketodus is also that the three aspects of Tmeyes that you would make because they are the Chalbana there, they had the bad Korbanas, in quotes from the Torah and other places. That means that we're going to transform them. Also into kedusha, as long as having into kedusha is the chavata, the tiadrein halbazamadrege. So it's certainly not not everybody holds by that level. Abepshas is handled sechvegin oila, but when we're dealing just with oila, there's haste. Daf kibben is handled sechvegin a korban. Specifically, when we're dealing about a korban, vasaidavz alein ibergeben kol Hashem that he needs to pull himself totally to Hashem. Does shachz yad need that belongs every Jew can do that. Mitzad nekudus nishmosi. Because of this point of his soul, the essence of his soul, he said, he's always prepared for that. Um, this is also the reason that's why this is the reason that all these services began every day with the Korban Tomic. Because only specifically after this service of being called Hashem was I to tzuchos from the negin the mitzis, he undertakes undresses himself from his own existence. Gets chavik and ganzim everything devotes himself totally to Hashem. As damod kenner by zich poilun, then he can in fact by himself as erz an mitzis in yonim. So on zayin kedusha dig that also his things that are in existence should be holy. They too become absorbed and penetrated and saturated with the self-negation, which is his whole existence. Which he came at the beginning of the day. So when he starts with the covenant of that bittle, then it helps him that in the other things, he should also have the level of bittle. And that's why uh, Tomid is an oil, is a Tomid, because if you're asking him to sacrifice fully, yes. But you ask him that in Gashmis he should not have a taste, it should be total Hashem, that's an avoidant. All commentaries of Torah are connected among themselves. Now there is a connection between the two interpretations. In them, hey, how you do an oil, when I'm in here with the hey, you do an oil, whether they are known because they have been already brought before or because they are constantly the Torah itself connects the two things together Rashi tries in his First commentary, which is the main commentary, that points out in the order. Hasuya bar Sina is a trashi ke oisum shenasu, trashi ke oisum shenasu be mea hamiluim, like those that were done in mea hamiluim. Oilas tomid hasuya bar Sina ke oisum shenasu be mea hamiluim. 
Seht man doch, also die Apostel Gruppe bin zusammen, dem Indien von Eulas Tomid, das Ganze mit dem, was nass wie mehr Melui, und dann wird mehr Melui. Was besteht dort zusammen, bin zwischen sie. What does the connection consist of is the beer? Hey, in MS, let it be true as he had read Mitzad the Nefeshelikis was in him, because of the godly soul which is in him. Befrat Mitzad them was in the Shom is going to mind that sin, especially because his soul was at the standing of Sinai. Is there Tomid Mesugal to help him by the Ravida from Kolil Hashem? He's always able, he's capable of standing with the service of totally Toshem. From that's why Mitzadam Guvan Afshabam is Vilayna Mailim of the Neshama. Because the body and the animal soul that block on the soul, he needs the giving of strength from Moshe, the faithful shepherd. He arouses the power of subjugation, self-negation of the soul. Also, while you find yourself, while the neshama finds itself in the body and the animal soul, so understanding how the yichelis constantly have the ability to totally devote itself, negate itself, and totally to give itself over to Hashem. That is the constant carbon that is done by sinai, like those made by The maile miuchedes from the yimei the special advantage of the days of inauguration is those was in Zeis Shimesh Moshe. The Moshe served when Er Moshe durch sein Anfangen through his beginning to makriv sein the oil in the Yemei Hamiluim to do the oil in Yemei Hamiluim hot oiv gaffen them tziner. He opened up that pipe and he gave them koyach siyad nidin. He gave siyad nidin. He gave the power to every Jew as the avoda from oil. This avoda kolil Hashem so by him kenan sein tamid. That this should be able to be constantly. You base. I should be. Does there the beer was Abba Yemashmin the Meluim? Should Yemakomus a Mishkon? This one says Abba Yemashmin was the days of the Kom Mishkon. Damn, but Hotzuch Angifang and Davida Regilavak for Alid. At that point, they begin the usual and the set service for all Jews. What Moshe Makrugven need lays them carbon tummy, not only the carbon tummy, but all the carbon is Sibur. Also, communal carbon is. This is the Kabonis Tzibra that points out in the Hore, which is the level of his Kalos a bitl, and to become a Tzibur, in order to extend that power of subjugation from the Karben Tomid also in those rivers and from the Mitzis, which are existence connected to one's existence, can now see some use of you. So that's why that's what Moshe Benin did. Of applicants like the Posik, the minion for Shemesh Moshe, but still the Posik tells us about this idea that Moshe served by Karben Tomid Avki, specifically by the Karben Tomid. And from this we can learn it from all the services. But the Andra Veda is this that we need to come on to the power given by Shalabain by the other services. It's not because there's specific uh, matters for Madra, but the for the Andra Veda is in them was that yet to talk with Mitzias that existed as yet is connected with existence. But that they should be penetrated with the concept of Mincha, Mincha's Nesochim, was Anakolal Hashem. 
So we don't want the bittle to be in the each one of the separate avodas because they need you need the mitzvahs over there. So this mainly comes from the oilo uh, and the mincha. So that's why we hear the pasuk tells us that Moshe Shemesh, meaning that from there the strength comes everywhere else. It's only that we want that from the bittle of oilo and mincha nesachim that should extend to the other avodas. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Yaakov Pekudei Tovshe Chavov and Tovshe Chavzayim.